Hello, wonderful small group leaders and hosts. It's Beth here. I am flying solo this week, but that's okay because I have enough content for five people. I just want to say that I am so incredibly thankful for all of you, all of you who came out and showed up at Vale Ranch super early to set up a booth, to help set up, to donate candy, for always, always going above and beyond. We set a goal and you guys are so willing to come along on this journey with us and take that goal and smash it outside of the stratosphere. And I don't even have words to express the gratitude that I have for you guys. So yay. Thank you, small group leaders. Thank you, host. Thank you, everyone who made that happen. And then I know that we have a lot of anticipation for who the winner was of the small group booth. I want you to know that we had over 300 people vote. So we had a ton of votes come in. We had a lot of people come in with excitement. And at the end, it was a nail biter because these two groups kept tying and then going into first place and then tying and going into first place. And so it was awesome to see a little bit of the competitive spirit. So as I was counting all of the tickets, I was reminded again, just the gratitude that I have for small group leaders, that this is so above and beyond being a small group leader. This is so above and beyond anything that we could ask of you. And you do it and you not only do it, but you do it with joy in your heart as we are reaching a whole new generation. We're reaching a whole new group of people that is outside the walls of Crosspoint. And so thank you guys so much. I mean, really, truly. So with that being said, the top two contenders, and it was only by one ticket, the top two contenders were the Morris group, who was Nightmare Before Christmas, and the priest Lucas Gutierrez group, who was Shrek. And by one ticket at the very last second, the Shrek group won. So good job, Gutierrez, Lucas, Priest group. You guys seriously nailed it. And bah! I don't even know what to say other than, wow, thank you guys so much. So what do they get? What do they get? That's what everyone wanted to know. They are going to get a dinner for their whole small group, paid for and provided, picked up and made all beautiful by Crosspoint Small Groups. We want to treat your group to something nice. Thank you for just being that extra competitive spirit, man. We really, really appreciate you guys. So jumping right into the intersect. We are getting so close to the end. We have three more weeks of small groups. So in this three weeks, there's a couple things we want from you guys. We would like you guys to set up how you guys are going to maintain contact with your group outside of the season. We also want you to be prepared to start hearing from your small group coaches as they will be setting up a time to check in with you. They will be meeting with you guys personally just to see how things are going and check in and let you know how loved you are. But also also any special prayer requests, needs, things like that. Okay, jumping into the intersect. Here we go. Steve dropped the hammer. Oh my goodness, it was so good. So much content, so much relevance to the world that we live in today and passion. And it was really convicting as I was sitting there and I was looking around, I was just praying for people. But even in that, man, my heart was so convicted at some of the things he said. And so as we 
know that there's going to be particularly intense type of conversation that has happened. One of the things that we need to be aware of as small group leaders, right, this is next level small group leading, is that we are aware of potential problems that might come up. So as we heard that message, there's going to be a stirring and rumbling with the Holy Spirit is doing in certain people's lives. And what happens is they could choose to run into that and say, yes, Lord, change me. Or they could choose to say, oh, Steve, I don't like that. Or, oh, I didn't want to be convicted. And so they're going to fight up against it. And we want to really come around them and nurture into the good of that. So that being said, the second question is kind of a big question. The first question goes into what was happening last week, which is a great potential follow-up of being gospel-focused going out there. That is a great question to have. The second question really is going to be kind of what the bulk of small group is going to be on. And so you're like, oh, it's only one question, but it's a one question, three-parter. And in that one question, three-parter, we give so much latitude. <laughs> I guess you can say we give so much potential for things to happen in there. And so it's what was a time in your life where you felt like you were unfairly attacked? In that, there's potential for people to say, well, so-and-so and names and really rehash an old situation. That's not what we want to happen. What we really, really want to happen is here's the thing that happened and it was sad and it was frustrating, but then we want to get to how did they respond? How did they behave? Because in that lies the condition of the heart. In that lies really where we're going to be able to see what is going on inside people's head and inside people's heart. And so if their response, maybe this was six months ago, six years ago, and it was like, oh, I knocked them out. Nah, I yelled at them and I confronted, I tweeted, posted, yelled, screamed, sky wrote mean notes about them, you know, whatever it is. And then the group's like, yeah, I would have done that too. That's not the goal of this question. And so what I really want to encourage you guys as leaders is you are going to have to lead so hard, if that makes any sense. You are going to have to lead very, very, very intentionally with this question. And it's going to be, okay, what would you have done differently? Because in this, we want to really respond to the idea that we are a transformational small group. That means the Holy Spirit is coming in and the Holy Spirit is transforming us. Transformation means change, okay? Transformation means that we are transforming into different people, becoming more like Jesus Christ, our Savior, not more like ourselves, more like the world, more like the things around us. And so when that thing comes up and that question is, is what would you have done differently? We want to encourage that they would have done something if they did something naughty or disruptive, or out of anger, or bitterness, that they would now do something in a kind and responsive in a different way, like the tools that Steve laid out for us. We're pushing people to say, behold, all things are new. You are a new creation in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah and amen. Oh my goodness. You are new. You don't have to be that way anymore, so stop it. That's what we want to get at. And so what would you have done differently? And if you're in it now, how can you respond differently? How can you change the posture of your heart to respond in a way 
that is going to glorify and honor God. I have to tell you, small group leaders, this is the time and an opportunity where we are going to push you to lead and lead out really well, lead out in vulnerability. You've got seven weeks up to this point, seven times where you've been able to build trust, seven opportunities where you've been able to love and lean in. This is where you're going to have to take some trust out and say, all right, guys, what'd you do wrong? How can we do it better? And this isn't a, oh, you're a horrible human. This is, yeah, you are a horrible human. (laughs) We all are. We're sinners. That's why we need Jesus Christ as our savior. So what would you have done better? What would you have done more with the Holy Spirit influence? How can we be more like Stephen? How can we be more like Jesus and a lot less like this world? So that's a little bit of what you're going to do into that. And then you're going to jump into the scriptures and the scriptures are beautiful. And well, the Bible is beautiful, but in the scriptures, you're going to see a very clear and evident theme about forgiveness. The first one in Matthew, I would just go up for Matthew 6.15. I would do 6.15 and 14. Just, it's really, really going to be about, are you willing to forgive? And if not, there's a potential problem in there if your heart is not ready to forgive. And forgiveness is not, we're going to be friends again, everything's going to be hunky-dory, everything's going to be rad, let's go party and braid hair together. Forgiveness is really, like Steve said, and what it's all about is you're taking that burden off of you. You're taking that burden and weight that the perpetrator has put on you, and you're giving it to Jesus. And so in that, there's an obligation, there's a requirement for forgiveness. And it sucks and it's going to be really hard, but that's the thing that Jesus asked us to do. And then just moving right into Proverbs, which it's really, really simple. And one of the things in there is that hatred and bitterness is going to make things worse. Love is going to make it better. And it's always the answer. It's the center of the gospel is the love that Jesus Christ has for us. And so in this, there can be just a standard answer of like, oh, this is what it says, like very basic uh, rhetoric, Sunday school answers, but get into a little bit of the heart of that, of why does hate start up fights? Why does hate make things worse? Why does love make it better? And if love makes it better, why doesn't everyone do it? And then continuing right on into First Peter, I think this is a hard one because we want to repay evil for evil. We want to retaliate. We want to hurt people when they hurt us. I had an incident this week where one of my friends was hurt. Someone hurt my friend and I was angry. And in my anger, I sinned. Man, oh man, I sinned. I wanted to. I wanted to hurt people that hurt people. I don't like it. I'm protective of the people that I love. And I had to come right back into here. And it says, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God called you to do. God did not call us to come into this world and make it worse. He didn't call us to come into this world and repay evil for evil. And if that's where your heart is, it's going to be really hard to lead a group and ask them to not repay evil for evil when evil and heaviness is in our heart. Yep. There you go. A little bit of what's in my heart today. And then we're back into Matthew where it ends really well, that it's all about love. How are you loving really well? How are you calling your group to love really well? How are you loving in a way that honors God so abundantly, so beautifully, and so big? What are you doing? And how can you do it even better if you're doing it great? 
And if you're really struggling, then what are the areas in your heart that we need to give over to God so that roots of bitterness do not form, so that rage isn't the thing that comes out? And then we'll just end in that. How do you trade your desire for rage and revenge? What do you do? What do you do? Very, very practically, man, what in the world do you do? And you push them into greatness. You push them into greatness for Jesus by pushing them into the Holy Spirit, pushing them to the word of God, pushing them to really do hard things. Hard things is, is keeping your mouth shut. Woo! Yeah. So you push them into that. We're asking you to lead really big this week, lead really, really well. And because of that, we are so thankful for you. We're thankful that this is the calling that God put on your life. So thank you for leading well. Thank you for journeying with us. We love you guys. And I cannot wait to see you this weekend at church. Thanks.